What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Words with Wade podcast, episode 125. Damn, 125. Um, I, of course, am your host, Wade Blogs, a.k.a. Mr. Quid Pro Quo, a.k.a. The... Wait for it. Wade Blogs. Uh, we're going to do this a little different this time. Uh, joining us uh, via satellite. Um, on location in Zamunda, Wakanda, um, <laughs> the Lost Tribe of Africa. I don't know shit. Um, <laughs> Not here. G five flight satellites crispy. G is is in the building. And if you're long time listeners of the podcast, y'all know normally this is the part where I turn it to Ari, but. You also know if you're a long-time listener, Ari has her issues. So, we finally have the sixth man of the year. Um, whenever there's an issue with Ari, we'll have our new, I guess, eighth member of the show. We got so many people on the show, it's recreated. <laughs> uh, Scan is here. What, what? Um, so before we just start going into the show like we normally do, let me let y'all know a little about Scan. Uh, Scan. Yes. Tell them, tell the um, Uncut Nation a little about yourself, uh, what you do, all the podcasts, all the good stuff. Right, right, right. Uh, well, I actually have my own podcast uh, called Sweet Talk with two of my lovely co-hosts, um, Sweetie and Candy. Uh, the show is uh, pretty much just about anything and everything. We discuss uh, friendships, jobs, uh, relationships. Um, we definitely talk a lot about sex. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> we basically touch on those topics that people are usually uh, sensitive or uh, feel a little judgmental towards because we feel like these are things that people think about and talk about amongst themselves, but they're not really open to talk about it amongst everyone else. Mm-hmm. And we're definitely far from being judgmental people. We feel like it's important for everyone to be able to be comfortable with themselves. And they may be going through something that you know we're talking about exactly yeah so we do have our own podcast as we talk we just dropped our 20th episode and we just celebrated a one-year anniversary last month yeah thank you thank you thank you very much uh we hopefully we can be like you you know (laughs) 100 and some odd episodes already in uh, but we are available uh, on all the social medias. We've got Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, which is Three Sweet Talkers. Um, and you can also reach out to us at our um, email, which is sweettalktaken at gmail.com if you have any questions or any ideas. Um, we're also available on Anchor, which is absolutely free. Um, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, anywhere else that you can probably listen to. Um, so definitely check us out. I think you'll enjoy it. Definitely um, great podcast, wonderful ladies there. Y'all have an event coming up too, right? Yes, absolutely. Go ahead and plug um, your event. On November 1st uh, in Be More. Woo-woo. So if you're in that area, definitely come and check us out. We've got a Halloween party. Mm-hmm. Um, this is basically our podcast. This is us trying to come out and maybe do uh, some, some meeting with some people, you know, try to get our name out a little out there more. Uh, we will have a costume contest, but it's just all about having fun and having a good time with some grown folks. That's Who doesn't good. like to dress up in a costume? That's good. That's good. Um, I don't know if me and G will be there. Um, <laughs> it's okay. You know, you try your best. But, I'm, you I know, might show up, but... You may, you know, possibly. It's okay. Gotta, I'll take that. I'll we we got to see, you know. I'll be getting, <laughs> I'll be getting I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. 
All right, cool. So Ari, of course, and I know I'm going to get the comments. I have not fired Ari. I know that's coming. No. <laughs> it's just Ari has her issues. Unconditional, y'all know. She's, she has her issues, and she can't always make the show. So instead of us having, like, a revolving door of different people or, you know, it's just me and G, I figured we would have a constant person, another voice you're familiar with. And I think... um. I've known Scan for a while. G has known Scan longer than I have. And oh, yeah. So we all have, you know, chemistry and we know each other. So I think y'all are like it. I think y'all are like it. I think I should suit just fine. We miss you, Ari. We love you. Yeah, and of course, Ari get better as always. Yes, absolutely. Um, hopefully she'll be back next week and we'll take it from there. So one more thing. I know a lot of y'all wonder, hit me up, what was wrong? Why was there no show last week? Well, I'm just going to be honest with you. I was sick. Um, I'm still kind of sick. If you hear me sniffling, that's because I'm still sick. I might cough a couple times. I'm sick. Uh, But uh, I was always, as I got older, I started thinking I got to take better care of myself. You know, as you're younger, you get sick, you keep going, you don't care. You just, I'm sick, so what? Nah, you get older, you got to take care of yourself. So I shut down everything until I get better. And last week, I was bad. Yeah, you still like you're still carrying the Ebola virus. Yeah, um, it's funny. It's on and off. I think um, today I was fine, but as I got colder and I'm wearing a t-shirt and jeans, I should have threw a jacket on or something. It's it's here again. So <laughs> there we go. So I have sniffles. We're fighting through it. Give y'all lovely people a podcast. So stop emailing me and DMing me where to show at. It's okay. You just eat some chicken noodle soup and have a soda on the side. It'll be fine. There you go. That's how you do the joint, the soda. I don't know the dance. I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't know. But without further ado, let's go into what we like. Motherfuckers don't understand. Life happens. People don't care. They don't care. (laughs) They say. We have a podcast for three years. They don't care. They showing up to the grave site. Look, man, you you. What a show at! You ain't need shows, man. You should. You, you should have a backup. I'm telling you. Shows, you knew you was, ba- and you knew you was about to die. You should have a catalog, a podcast ready to go. Except you knew you was about to die. <laughs> yeah, people don't care. I mean, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not the most sociable person. So people hit me up, be like, "Hey, man, what's going on? Where the show at?" I'm like, "Fuck you." Um, Here's the show. How about that? <laughs> That's the show. Yeah, I'm just not. I'm not the most guy that, you know, Unconnection, if y'all follow me on social media, I really don't post a lot of shit, like, on, on myself. I'll post, like, the show and other shit, but I'm a very, still a very private person in this public world we live in, so, sorry, I was sick. Shit happens, we're here. What you gonna do? Next next time we'll have it to do like we did last time, G. When I went to Bama down, you do the show by yourself and, just, and, mm. and see what they like about that. <laughs> hey, you you was a strong brother for doing the show by yourself. I I couldn't afford that at all. Uh, the show by myself was crazy. I hated that show. I still hate that show. Exactly. We're gonna do that show. We're gonna do the show from Bama down next time. But that's another story. Let's. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into what we like to call the rundown. The rundown. The rundown. All right. So, starting off with the, the I guess, the top news. Uh, there's no way to approach this in a gentle fashion, but I would like to say Takashi's a snitch. <laughs> 
let's get that out of the way. Because I, I see a lot of people trying to justify it. They're like, hey, if it was you and they tried to kill you and do this and do this, would you tell? Now, I, I just had, and I don't know if you saw when I threw it in the group chat a little earlier, uh, Ebro's take on it. Uh, hold on. Before you get to that, because I want to talk about that too, because... I want to okay. I want to toot my horn on that <laughs> because something I said in episode ninety three, which if you do the math, that was a while ago. A lot of people are saying yeah. now. <laughs> so, exactly. So if you go back to episode ninety three, your incarnation, you hear when I said it, and that was um when was ninety three? That was a long time ago. I don't even know what month that it was, but I said something when this whole Takashi thing started happening. I said something. And now everybody else is saying it. So once again, we're ahead of the curve. So just to, just to recap for y'all, if you don't know, if you've been living under a rock, Takashi Six Nine has um, officially told on everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty evident. Yeah, pretty, yeah. Um, as the police like to say, the politically correct way is he's cooperating with authorities. Of course. <laughs> um, apparently, no, fuck that. that nigga telling everything. <laughs> apparently, the way it works is that um, he's testifying with the police against his co-defendants which is the real technical term of snitching um against certain crimes against um about when he put out a hit on somebody um there's they also have footage when he was kidnapped let's rewind that they have (laughs) video footage of the inside of his truck when he was kidnapped and robbed now supposedly that came from the driver because the driver was cooperating mm. with the feds at that time. Mm. Supposedly, unbeknownst to Takashi. So no. there was a whole nother snitch, snitch in the van with whole, him. Supposedly, no, scan. Here's the kicker. Apparently, there's a third, <laughs> a third snitch that was in the camp. Of, of the bloods before Takashi even got in it. Oh, so they all and, pussies, and, and, huh? Damn. Like, apparently, everybody just telling. Everybody just in the organization telling. Here's the funny thing about this whole thing Takashi is snitching so much, he's snitching on people that have nothing to do with anything. <laughs> like, like we'll they're. Into, they're we'll, <laughs> we'll get into that when, when, I, when we get into the, the, the theory that. Ebro brought up and that you had mentioned earlier. Yeah. We'll get into that too. The whole thing about this is they break down, and Unconation, y'all gotta walk with us on this. They break down how he joined the Bloods. And if you remember, episode 93, somebody talked about all this. We're not gonna say any names. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> but somebody went over all this. Um, apparently, Takashi from the stand. <laughs> said that he was shooting a video and he needed some some real gangsters or some real bloods in the video. So they thought, hey, we can be in the video. And now, you're a blood too. Oh my. What the? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, listen. I'm from California. Y'all know this. No. (laughs) That's not how it works. Not at all. (laughs) It doesn't. Like, isn't there some type of initiation? There's a lot like, of I don't know anything about being in a gang, but I'm just saying, I, from my you understanding... Gotta put, you gotta put in your work. Right. Like... You gotta earn your, your keep. Still, like, you gotta earn your jump. spot. I don't think they still jump. I 
help people in. Well, see that that's the and I'm I'm giving way too much information, so I gotta watch what I say here. Um, there's a difference between East Coast Bloods and West Coast Bloods. Let me say that. Right. West Coast Bloods, you get jumped in, or you gotta put in work, or something of the sort. From my right. knowledge of East Coast Bloods, you have the ability to be blessed in. Well, that's what they get then. Y'all done blessed in a <laughs> snitching ass. I, I, I've, I've never heard that before. <laughs> See what happens I've when you don't kick their well. ass first? See, I, I'm not saying I agree with gangs. I don't. I think the whole concept is stupid. Don't get me wrong. I completely understand why a lot of younger males or females mm-hmm. tend to turn to that because it's some type of unity and family. Exactly. It's the same thing as someone joining the military or someone going on a football team or someone going into the Boy Scouts. I mean, it all has the same concept. Very similar, yes. But at the same time, if you're going... I mean, because I, I told you I'm not a judgmental person. I always look from both sides of the spectrum. Right. That's the only way you're going to really do it. So if I'm going to put my opinion out there, let me make sure that everybody understands that I am looking from the other side of that. Exactly. Some people may not have options. Some people look at it like it was a home that they could start over to. But then some of them are just some kids that are just knucklehead and don't want to listen to their parents. So they go out and they show their ass. Unfortunately, they decided that this individual did not need to get his ass whooped before they had him go into the gang. I'm just saying. I think that's a process that should continue because then you're not going to go through this whole now he's snitching on everybody including grandma I mean he's giving her recipe and everything like it's insane he's snitching (laughs) so much it is it fits the narrative that I painted and I hate to keep doing this no I don't because I like when I'm right (laughs) it fits the narrative that I painted back in episode 93 and I know the episode number because I looked at it the other day just to make sure just to make sure I was right I was like "Hmm." (laughs) if y'all remember the movie and I'm gonna say this again there was a movie back in the day called Into Deep in that movie I do remember that movie Omar Epps played a guy called Jay Reed Mm-hmm. Right? Jay Reed yeah. infiltrated a gang headed by LL Cool J. Mm-hmm. And he did a lot of wicked shit. He sold a shot at somebody and he missed the whole time. They showed all that whole shit. Uh, LL Cool J beat up his homeboy for flirting with his baby mom. And Jay Reed was right there. A lot of shit Jay Reed was a part of. But come to find out in the end, Jay Reed was a cop. He was you ain't undercover. no cop, Jay Reed. You ain't no cop. <laughs> and I said on episode 93, this looks like In Too Deep. Like they found Officer Hernandez <laughs> <laughs> and said, we need you to infiltrate this gang uh-huh. and turn state's evidence and testify against everybody. And I'll be damned. And I want to find what month I said this because everybody's saying this now. Let me go to our words with Wade page here. And everywhere you go, everywhere you go, I'm hearing this theory more and more and more that her officer Hernandez was was a snitch the entire time. 
This is all Scott. Is this the guy who was driving the van? Who was recording? No, this is Takashi. Officer Hernandez. That's Officer Hernandez from now on. So you think, okay, hold on, stop. I'm just processing. Go ahead, process. So you trying to tell me you think that he was that intelligent the whole time he was he was just undercover the whole time? I, I don't think he's that smart. I'm going to be honest. This is, this, is, this, is, this is the crazy thing. Like he said, he said this back in episode 93. I remember the whole conversation that we, that, that we were having about him being Jay Reed. Uh-huh. Now it's to the point, and when I brought up Ebro earlier, that's the, that's the whole Takashi conspiracy theory that he put out and a lot of other people have started to pay attention to now mm-hmm. in hindsight because it's like his trial is so public. His testimony is so public. It is. It's a, it's a, it's a racketeer. It's a federal racketeering case. And... <laughs> It's like the stenographer is giving is on Twitter. <laughs> it's crazy. Like his whole testimony was put out. Hmm. Like federal case, what case period have you ever heard of that somebody's entire testimony has just been blasted on social media? Hmm. And, and and another but, thing is, hold on, G, the cavalierness of Takashi snitching. He's not scared. Nothing. He's like, yeah, well, he tried to shoot me. <laughs> I put money on his head. Oh, he was a rat, too. Like yeah, He's real regular with it. Yeah, like he's just, just so... a normal dad. Like, stick out trash. Right. Yeah, they all, they all tried to kill me. So you feel like he maybe is already being caught up for something, and they took him from the very beginning and was just like, okay, so now that we have this, Some people and you hanging that. out with all these folks... I feel like you could be really useful to us. Some people are saying that because if you recall, Uncle Nation, when Takashi first started rapping, he had a, was it a rape charge or a statutory? Yeah, that's where it started. Yeah. That's where it started. Right. And yep. a lot of people are saying, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go, ahead, hold go, ahead, on. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Because that's around when he first, when, we, when the public really first became aware of him. Around the time Gummo came out. Right. Prior to that, he was still rapping and he was touring. But he was also allegedly aligned with Crips at that time. Mmm. The plot deepens. Hmm. So... Supposedly, when he got to the Gummo video and all of that, and him in Brooklyn with the blood and all of that behind him, apparently, what is being said is that he paid them to be there, and then from there, it just that became his association. So, to me, and once this looks even okay, let's say let's say. For argument's sake, and this is a podcast, we can't talk about these things. For argument's sake, okay, he's not an undercover cop, right? This sure as hell looked like an undercover cop. Like, it's yeah. a, this is a movie. Think so a kid, a kid from nowhere, a movie director decides, hey, how can I be down and make myself look gangster? Let me hire some bloods, right? The bloods say, hey, I like this kid. Let's hang with him and make him a star. And the kid takes it too far. 
He starts putting hits on people. He starts getting involved in gang shit. Start talking way crazy shit. You know that reminds me of also that movie. Uh, oh, I can't remember the name of it now. Uh, with Alicia Keys, Ace, Smoking, Smoking Aces. Aces. You remember the the magician guy who got real close with all the mob. And mm. then all of a sudden he got too carried away because he was such a made guy like mm. a Sinatra. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he started robbing banks and doing coke and getting involved with the mob. And then turned around and became what? A snitch. A snitch. Say it again. A snitch. A snitch. Okay, Not yeah, that sounds about right. I think that story is like pretty familiar right now. I think I think the common theme through all this, through any any snitch scenario. Well, no, not any. <laughs> any snitch scenario. Any snitch scenario. scenario. <laughs> most snitch scenarios, because I know some snitch... You know, I can't even talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, most snitch scenarios, it starts as someone who's not a part of that life, gets involved in that life, mm-hmm. gets caught up, mm-hmm. and does anything to, to not pay the consequences for it. Mm-hmm. One one narrative I saw, and I'm skipping around here, so unconnection, I apologize. One narrative I saw online that people are trying to paint is that snitching is a street thing. You know what I'm saying? Don't stop snitching. That's a street thing. No, 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 no. Let's, let's fall off from the truth and let's, let's kill that right now. Because I think when people paint it as a street thing, it automatically puts some people opposed to it. Mm-hmm. Like if they're not doing the streets, I'm going to do it because I'm not a street dude. Like if you're not part of the streets. No, 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 no. If Takashi was a Wall Street banker and was arrested for embezzlement, embezzling funds, I would say the same thing. He's yeah. snitching. He's snitching. <laughs> like, snitching is not something you do in the streets. Kids snitch. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the same thing. Yep. Snitching is something you do when you try to take the punishment off of yourself Self. onto someone else. So let's let's so, dispel so, that. So for the uncut nation who, who want to paint that scenario that snitching is just a street thing, um, when you was a kid, you got told not to tattletale. That's all it's it is. It's the same fucking thing. Same, same thing. thing. Yep. It's the same you thing. Shut up. Yep. And I will say this. I <laughs> once again, I don't like to judge folks, but I'm gonna <laughs> tell you right now. If you're not built for that life, like you know that you may turn over and like just give it all up, then don't, don't even do, do it. Don't be. I'm not in that life for a reason, cause I know I would snitch. There's no way I'm <laughs> not going. I'm not going by myself. I'm just saying. I'm one of those people. I'm willing to admit it. But as you also can see, I'm not a dealer. I don't put myself in a position. Where I would have to snitch. I'm just saying. That's just that. that's that's what I kind of feel like. Like if you weren't built for it and you're not prepared to take responsibility and being involved in that lifestyle, then you may may not want to do it at all. Then now that's why people are upset with you for snitching. Now I understand on the other side of that when people's children pass away from things that are happening in the streets, you know the parents want answers. So of course they want people to tell the truth if they know something about it. And of course. I agree. If you do know that's, something see, that's and somebody... Snitch- I don't consider that snitching. You know what I mean? If you right. know somebody lost their child or some family member or something like that and, and you have the answer so they can have that closure, mm-hmm. then it is your responsibility to say something. Right. Okay? But in an overall aspect, once again, if you wouldn't have put yourself there, you wouldn't have to be in a position of snitching. And I'm I was, just saying. <laughs> I was talking to someone about it. Um, 
I want to say Thursday or Friday. And I was like, it's, it simply boils down to responsibility and accountability. If you, if you have the heart or, quote unquote, the balls to do something, then have the heart and the balls to take responsibility for Correct. it. Correct. Don't just fold yep. because you're, you're under pressure. Right. Like, if you have the heart to rob somebody or whatever, exactly. if, if they catch you, then say, hey, yeah, I did it. So I what? did it. Eat that. You got to take the rest with you now. Exactly. Because you chose to be in that scenario. Exactly. Taking responsibility. That's all it's about. It and all, we got to do it every day. Right, until he got hemmed up with someone underage. And then, they, and, and see, that's the stereotype. <laughs> and then there goes the cookie. The cook, that's how the cookie crumbles. Now the ball's rolling. <laughs> we got you with 12 year olds, so you can right. do this or right. you going to jail. Your career is crap. You're going to jail. And trust me, we're going to put you in a jail cell with someone that knows that you mess with little girls. You're not going to make it. He's, he's got too pretty hair. He was snitching. He was telling immediately. He got rainbow colors. He knew that wasn't going to be a good day. Now, let's, let's get back to Officer Hernandez here. To further further the agenda, as as you mentioned, Wade, that he just randomly spoke other people's names. Right. This is the crazy part about it. This is part of of the conspiracy theory that still leads into the fact that he's a he was undercover the whole time. Is him bringing up those names on the stand help build a case against those people because the feds have been looking into them already? Exactly. So if you're telling me, let's say I'm and Unconnection, a little little backstory on on your boy here. I did go to um, not nah, want to say that. Let me make sure I said this the right way because um, I don't want nobody to paint me as something crazy. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a lawyer. Right. So I know a little something. Let's take it from there. Uh, if you're testifying and and the prosecution says, hey, do you have any other evidence you want to share? Because there's a meeting before before you go on the stand, you normally meet with your lawyer and they go over the questions they're going to ask you. Yep. That's normally how it goes. Yep. They rehearse it. Yeah, it's all rehearsed. And if they say, hey, do you have any other information? And you just randomly say, hey, well, you know, Cardi B's a blood, too. What? Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so is Jim Jones. And Trippy Red, he's a blood, too. So I'm just going to throw these people under the bus. Normally, when you do that, that's in hopes to once again lighten your sentence. Correct. To get yourself out of it. Snitch. Snitching. <laughs> Snitching. Snitching. Unless you're a police officer and you're just reporting. Correct. Bing. Officer Hernandez. Right. <laughs> so he's just reporting. He he's just, just he's just reporting. He's not. He's let's just say that he's not duty. snitching. He's reporting. He's reporting. Exactly. He's Officer Hernandez. He's telling <laughs> all the information that he obtained during his undercover investigation. I'm sorry. Every time you say That's Officer all Hernandez, like you, like, like you said. He was in too deep. By the time he started getting tested, they were looking at him like, oh, this nigga, wow. Yeah. He is way in. And, pull pull him him and they had to pull him. Exactly. That's what happened with Jay Reed. He got too deep. He started wilding out. He started believing he was Jay Reed. Just like Officer Hernandez. He, he was like, hey, the cover. He I'm really Tagashi. Mm. I'm out here, rainbow hair. I'm thugged out. Ooh. <laughs> okay, Officer Hernandez, we got to bring you in. 
Oh, it's just man. like Donnie Brasco. Remember Donnie Brasco? Yep. He got too deep. He was in it for years. Had to pull him out. Had to pull him out. You you too close, man. <clears throat> you starting to think they're your family for real. Excuse me. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> wow. So now, let's look at some of the things with Officer Hernandez. Something else that furthers this theory. Now, Unka Nation, once again, I don't know how, mi- how much SVU or crime stuff y'all have seen. <laughs> I've seen a lot. I've seen all the seasons, all of them. Right. <laughs> but I know from my own edification here mm-hmm. that when you go into witness protection, right, they don't tell anybody you're going into witness protection. No, they don't. And they damn sure don't tell anybody that you turn down witness protection. <laughs> Come on. Again, think about this. Why is all of this so fucking public? And I know we live in the media era, but I would like someone more more reputable than Double XL, The Shade Room, or TMZ to report that. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Damn. You think they're doing Damn. that to, like, this shake the bushes? Like, this yeah. is the funny thing. This is the funny thing about it. When all of that got reported, he wasn't on the stand anymore. Exactly. Like, like his testimony and everything came out when he was on the stand. Now it was just, like, it's updates of the trial, like, little shit that he's saying on the side. So, who is he saying it to and who's leaking it? Who's reporting it? Exactly. Who would leak this information? What purpose would you have to leak this? It's an agenda. It's always an agenda. It's super agenda. That's what the is for. Of course. Mm -hmm. Just like today, today there was a story saying, hey, he thinks he could still be a rapper when he comes out. He plans to. No. This is his way of also building up his um his career. Just that's just even if it's good or bad, you know, any news whether it's good or bad is good. Exactly. Because now everybody's going to know you even if they know you by snitch. Mm-hmm. And all those loyal fans that you do have around who don't care that you're reporting so many names to the authorities. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they're still going to be there for you when you get out of prison. Um, so I feel like it is a, it's a, it's a bunch of publicity that's going behind it. And then on top of it, I feel like it is kind of shaking some, some bushes out and trying to see if other people kind of shake up and it's, it's just, yeah, it's a mess. <laughs> it's like, first off, like I said before, when you go into, I've seen enough movies to know when you go into witness protection, they, they, um, they change everything about you, right? They mm-hmm. you have tattoos, they remove them. Right, they they don't give you a choice to say if you're choosing witness protection, this is what's going to happen. If you don't, then you you're on your own. You you're whatever happens to you happens to you. You're on your own. Yeah. So why is there a report saying that he has to pay for his tattoo removal? He's on his own. What? That doesn't. It, these things don't add up. None of, Especially if you're going to witness protection, sense. nobody's right. going to talk none about these details. Sense. Like right. that doesn't even make any type of sense. Right. See, this is where we would have, um, you know, the little orange orangutan come out and say fake news. <laughs> like, I mean, honestly, because like you said, now you're just insulting my intelligence. This is not information that they would give to the public if they're really trying to keep him safe, and you know, keep him from getting hurt in the meantime because you need him as your witness. There's no way you're gonna put all these details out about him. Right. You might as well tell us his address. Pretty much. Like you're telling us he's gonna testify against everybody and still be himself. He's still gonna walk out <laughs> in the street with a big sixty nine on his head and My rainbow hair. Pony. My Come little on, man. pony. <laughs> Excuse me. Y'all y'all must please mm. listen, NYPD, FBI. 
y'all must think we're dumb because hey it's right there either he's a fed or he's gonna die (laughs) i don't know what other way to put it those are the options yeah. Unfortunately, those are his options right now. Unless, once again, there's something else <clears> that we <throat> don't know about, which I'm pretty sure we don't. You know what? I, I'm going to make a prediction for y'all, Unconditional. Okay. Here's what I'm going to predict. Hold on. Episode, what episode this, is this? This is episode 125. 125. You remember that, G. Okay. 125. Here's my prediction. I'm, I'm going to forget it. <laughs> no worry. I'm going to remember it because when I'm right, I'm going to come back to this. I'm sure. That's why I said it like that. Remember, 125. There's going to be an accident. Well, Takashi, Officer Six, Officer um, Hernandez, Hernandez. <laughs> is going to die. Oh, gosh, stop it. No, no, no. They're going to say he's dead and we can't find his body. Or, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm fighting the code. Or it's so damaged that they couldn't identify the remains. And he's going to go somewhere in Panama and be chilling. With Tupac? Yeah. And Biggie. No, I don't think Pac would ha- allow that. Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. They can't be in the same vicinity. Yeah, okay. Pac, Pac wouldn't allow that. Pac talked too much. Okay. He's going to play basketball with Princeton. Exactly. It's like the way they're setting this up, and if this was a movie, you would see this coming. Like it's going to be a car accident, an airplane crash, like, something. No, I'm going to get out. I'm going to do my thing. I'm a, I'm not worried about nothing. And then, boom, the accident happens. Boom. Oh, so it's not like he shied away from it or he took with that. Exactly. And he got, basically, he's gone. And so then you know what's going to happen? nobody's looking for him because of the accident. Mm, so I don't no know. Way, then no again, he's in with Oh, then you know what's going to happen? They're going to drop a final Takashi album posthumously. And he's going to get out in six months with an ankle bracelet. And then probably nothing will happen to him. Because then it's going to be too obvious if something happens to him now. When the trial is over, I'm pretty sure a single is going to drop. Oh, I'm sure of it. I'm I'm 1,000% a single is going to come out. Um, Because the even crazier thing about it, and I hate the fact that Hip hop is well. I'm not gonna say hip hop because hip hop has become fucking rappers. Exactly. <laughs> and again, for anybody who doesn't know the difference between hip hop and rapping, um, this ain't the show for you. Anyway, he clearly, clearly is not. <laughs> <laughs> he returned to the anyway, wrong show. Hip, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't get as much support in the states because a lot of motherfuckers ain't having it but he's still able to tour overseas and all of his money is coming from overseas it's possible, when it comes yeah. to the music yeah the, the thing is in this era and I know Uncanation we're skipping around a lot but there's a lot to get over go over so you gotta deal with it in this era the question a lot of people have is that can Takashi be a successful rapper after all this by just streaming because he can't go on tour. Like, you can't tour in the States after this. Bloods are everywhere. Imagine him going to, to do a show in L.A. Oh, he just need not to go there, period. Or even, what's the, um, what's that 
town, um, Omaha, Nebraska, or something. But keep in mind, earlier in his quote-unquote career, when he was just antagonizing everybody that he went to, whatever state he went to, like, it was a whole thing. He was like, yeah, I'm coming to L.A., I'm not checking in. Right, I remember we talked about this. Yeah, like, it was a whole thing of him just going everywhere and just being real disrespectful. Like, I don't care who swear they got the keys to the city, can't nobody check me. But that's because he had the backing of Shoddy and the other Bloods. It's and easy the to talk department. shit. Yeah, it's, and, and the police department. <laughs> and the police department. And the police department. No, no, not the police department, because part of the testimony that he ended up giving up was to the feds about how the police have been helping the Bloods move drugs through the city. Oh, So the, my. it's the feds. Ooh. Listen. Yeah, um... I don't know what you're thinking, Takashi. <laughs> I'm gonna stop talking about Officer Hernandez before he show up in Madua. Yeah, because Mr. yo, Ooh. <laughs> bro, when I said from he sat up there and gave up everything, that nigga told who let the dogs out. You stupid. <laughs> <laughs> he knew he knew the answers to everything. Like, and it's funny you mention that because they have the memes now. Oh, where, man. where, you know, if you don't know something or said Takashi's like, well, the judge is like, well, hey, you're still looking at such and such years. And like, have you heard about this? Mm-hmm. Like, I seen one was like. Do you know about Cody? Do you know what a fire stick is? I'm like, yo, get this motherfucker. <laughs> uh, told on Jada Pinkett, tell her where to find her ass and uh, set it off. Like, they, he just snitched on everything ran. in those memes. Like, whoever made everything, those was just on the run with that. He, he's squealing. That nigga is Really? Yeah, they turned him over and smacked him on his belly. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> so, the, so then let's 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 have this question. Let's ask this question. With everything we've said, and and all of us are from a different era than today. Mm-hmm. So, with everything we've said today, do we think he can come out? Hold on. <clears throat> like I said, I'm sick, so deal with it. Um, and have a successful career. Well, no, let's quantify successful. Because successful means a lot of different things to different people. Do you think after all this, he can drop a song that would chart? Yes. Yes. If he had the proper producer and the proper backing and also um, great marketing, yes. I absolutely think so. People are idiots and very naive. And unfortunately, a lot of his fan base probably are just gonna still respect him and love him just as much because they're gonna look at it in the opposite aspect like we see it as for what it is right you're just punking out you're not taking responsibility for your shit you know maybe he is an officer hernandez we don't really know but either way the story's kind of sketchy but his fan base who are probably just as simple as he is i'm not saying all because there are a lot who enjoy his music based off his beats and whatever it is he's talking about get crunk in the club but his real fan base like the ones who really follow him Mm -hmm. you know they're gonna look at it like well he's just taking up for himself you know what i mean he's looking out for himself why you gonna be mad at somebody who's looking out for them those are gonna be the ones who are still going to buy his album so if he has the right backing good marketing Advertisements is gone point, and you know all that. I think he can. What do you say, G? He's still going to be able to do music, sadly. 
just just ran down. Like the the his core fan base is not gonna care. Mm-hmm. He is not going to have the presence that he had. He's not going to be on tour the same way he was. He's not going to be in the venues that he was. Right. He's not going to have the features that he had because most of the features that he had are people from our generation that don't condone that shit. So he's going to have limited like some some of the doors that he that he didn't even have to try to open are going to be closed, and you know some of the some of the things are going to be limited. But can he still maneuver and make music and stream? Of course, it's it's always going to be somebody that's going to want to hear his side of it. Mm-hmm. That's literally the approach that he has to take is telling his side of the story as far as why he did what he did. That's the importance of having of a fan base. Exactly. That's why it's so important to have a fan base because your fans is what's going to save you. So even if, like G said, even if you're not on the top tier when it comes to you being at certain venues or having certain people feature or, you know, uh, going having a concert and having someone come out, they may not be the big notch people no more, but they still he's still going to make money. He can still make music. Yeah, I think... Yeah. In this, especially in this era we live in, yep. he can make music and not even leave his house. Correct. And just exactly. hit it on, hit yep. it on the SoundCloud. niggas in jail that make fucking music. Yeah, absolutely. Right? right? He right? murdered right? locked up for life and then they can and make making music. music. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so it can be done. Um, I don't know if a label, well, he don't even need a label. He can just do it himself. He can. He can put it on SoundCloud or whatever and keep So it can be done. It's like you said, though. It's, I mean, the times are different. Mm-hmm. You know, if it was back in our day when, like, hip-hop was, like, the thing. Like, it is the thing now, but not, like, <coughs> you know, not as refreshing as it was when right. we were first to able to experience it. Um this type of scenario, if it would have happened back then, would've it would have been all about a respect thing. Yeah, he like y'all was saying earlier, res- the respect would have been gone. So, right. regardless of his fan base, the 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 respect that they have for music already alone would make someone lose that fan base just right. because you don't you don't even meet the criteria of what you're not following your own the own shit you're talking right. like how are you going to rap about certain shit but then you up here doing this right right you know exactly. what i mean the respect is gone so uh, that's why if it was back in our era he he wouldn't have made, made it he wouldn't have survived he wouldn't survive, period, just because yeah. how he raps anyway. Yeah, so we already know that. Well, he wouldn't even got put on. He yeah. wouldn't even got put on. <laughs> that's but not, that's true. So if we're going to really compare the different times, then yeah, compared to now, yeah, he can still make it. He definitely can, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I'm, I'm going to watch the, this thing fold out. Like I said, 10 months ago, I told y'all he was a police officer. Nobody believed me. People called me crazy. Now I see everybody talking about it. Now I'm telling y'all now, if he gets in a car accident, or something like that, and they can't identify the body. <laughs> Watch what I say. You're saying they're gonna pull a Paul Walker? Exactly. Like, oh no, Daniel Hernandez was killed in a tragic accident over the Atlantic Ocean. No survivors of bodies were found. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Something crazy like that. We would just be like, oh, really, really. 
That's the end of Officer Hernandez. That's the end of Officer Hernandez. Let's continue on with the rundown. <laughs> the rundown. <laughs> the rundown. Uh, Forbes released their annual Cash Kings list, like they do every year. That's what annual means. Just want to go over the top ten really quick because we've spent too much talking about the police. So, um, <laughs> number ten, uh, Childish Gambino, which is kind of surprising. Um, I'm surprised he's so low. Wait, he's number ten or list at all? No, he's number. Well, that he's number ten, considering. I don't. I don't know if this is overall income or just hip hop income, because he's number ten with thirty five million, and you know he acts and does everything too. So I thought you know he remained yeah. more than that. Okay. Yeah, I'm about to say because you know he had to show Atlanta, um, like you said, the acting, music, just everything. Like he had, he's he's been having. Excuse me, he's been having a great run. I mean, Even though people don't see him on the forefront like he was initially when they started paying attention to him, he's always had his hands and stuff. Remember, he was um, Simba in The Lion King that just came yeah. out, the remake. So I'm surprised he's that I low. I still haven't watched that. I haven't. I mean, what's the point? It's the same thing. I, yeah, I kind of want to just keep the original yeah. in my head. Yeah. <laughs> Number nine has the Migos listed at thirty six million, which confuses me because is it one member? Is it all three? Or? I was about to say it's three. It's three motherfuckers. <laughs> right. So. So is this collectively or individually? I'm assuming it's collectively because it just says Migos. It doesn't say Offset or whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? But that they shouldn't be listed if three of them made thirty six million. Just saying. That's crazy. Then we have number eight, K dot T D, um, with thirty-eight point five. Uh seven is DJ Khaled with forty mil. Um six is Eminem with fifty mil. Five is Travis Scott with fifty-eight mil. Here's where it gets interesting. Four is Diddy with 70 mil. And I keep thinking, what has Diddy done? Like, every year he's on the list. And, <laughs> like, what has Diddy done? He owns Revolt. Like, he doesn't really do shit anymore. I mean, he does shit, but doesn't do shit. Shit! Diddy, Diddy, from, uh, this so is how I've paid attention to Diddy. Diddy has gotten a lot more humble in his investments and what he does behind the scenes. Yeah, I was just you know, about young, to say that. Behind the scenes. That's where, Diddy, yeah. Young Diddy used to blast that shit. Oh, I just signed this. I just did this. Y'all can't keep up. Can't stop. Won't stop. He was more braggadocious back then. Right. As he's gotten older, he just, you know, solidifies the deal, signs on the paperwork, and we on to the next one. You know, um, that I just found out he owns that water, that smart water. Yeah, Aqua. I just found that out. I was like, really? Him and what? Him no, and um Yeah, him and um Mark Wahlberg, I think. Him and somebody. Yeah. I was like, wow. So yeah, he getting money. He getting money. Yeah, I mean I get money. The billionaire remix. Look, I I say seventy mil like it's nothing, right? Oh, he getting money, seventy mil. Mm, yeah. Really? 
then we got Drake with 75 mil. I'm sorry, 75 mil. That was crazy to me. That's crazy so? to me. I mean, within the last year, um, what you got to think about touring? Um, he did drop an album. Um, OVO Fest comes every year. I mean, I, I didn't think I 75 mil. I, I look at it. I look at it like this. It's certain, it's certain people I expect to be in the top five. Right, right. For the fact Drake is over Diddy, mm. as long as Diddy's been doing this, was surprising. Well, if you remember last year when we did this show and we went over last year's Forbes, it was Jay and Diddy one and two. Usually, that's how it goes. Jay and Diddy and like Dre are like one, two, and three, or they switch spaces. Yeah, those are the top three, and it, it their position um, rotates from time to time depending on you know the deals that they close that year. Right. So speaking of which, number two on the list is Jay Z with eighty-one million, and here's where the shot comes. Number one. Because of the year Cole had, where he was solidified as a billionaire, because mm-hmm. a lot of people thought his, his his billionaire status included Beyonce's money. No, he's a billionaire by himself. Mm. Billionaire hove. So for the fact he's number two. <laughs> Right. On the Forbes list, I still don't believe it. Yeah, um, I've heard a lot of people say the Forbes list is fake anyway. It's just made up numbers or whatever. <laughs> so, you know, but as as a podcast, it's something to talk about. Um, and number one on this list is Kanye Tudor with 150 mil mm. in a year. Mm. Like, and when I heard that, I was like, in what? But shit, I forget Yeezy is like the number one sneaker for like this generation and his clothes and all that shit. So I guess his trash bag clothes are selling pretty well then, yeah, huh? People, people love that shit. Man. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. It's so funny. Uh, if, didn't a nigga file bankruptcy at one point? That's a good question. I or remember him talking him? about it. I remember, to- I remember us talking about it, but I don't remember the result of that. I have to look that up later, and I don't really care enough to look it up now. But um, <laughs> yeah, one hundred and fifty mil. It was just crazy for him to almost nearly double Hove. Like I didn't see that coming at all. Like if you told me six months ago that Kanye would be the top of the Forbes list, I'd have said whatever you lie. So not only was he the top of the Forbes list, he's doubled Hove. Well, almost. So, hey, I didn't know people were buying them clothes like that, so, shit. Me either, which makes, which makes the line that Hov said even crazier on the, on the, uh, the 444 joint when he was like, he had loaned, gave the money, he was like, I gave him, and he just gave y'all a couple minutes on stage. Right, 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 yeah. Like, he done doubled your money. And still ain't paying back, I bet you. Shit, I bet you ain't paying back neither. <laughs> <laughs> he still trying to get Sunday service straight. That's a fact. 
And speaking of Kanye, let's get into it. Um, the, the I guess the major story from this weekend was Kanye said he was going to drop an album called Jesus is King. Um, reportedly, originally the album was supposed to drop on Friday that just passed and it did not, which I think a lot of us knew it was going to drop because Kanye has this history of pushing back his album. So we weren't expecting it for Friday. But when Friday came and no album came out, it was like, okay, of course. Nobody but was surprised. Nobody was surprised. Okay, gotcha. But then he said, I think, no, actually, Kim put out a track list and said the album is coming out Monday at 8 p.m. And I want to just go over the track list really quick because if this track list is, first off, for, for real, legit, then this album might be bananas. But I don't know because we don't have anything. Um, as of right now, we're recording this podcast Monday night. Um, and nothing's leaked. Nothing. Nothing's came out. Nothing's leaked. Nothing. So there is no Kanye album. And I don't even know if this track list is, is real. But we're going to go over it really quick. <laughs> like, Kim posted it, but that's not saying anything. Kanye can change it right now. We don't know. He can change it while it's in your phone. We don't know. <laughs> don't get too excited. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we have no idea. Just never know. He may change his mind. So, I'm going to go over the songs real quick. And he also has the features. So, I'm going to touch on those really quick here. While I pull this up on the handy-dandy um, laptop MacBook here. It's 12 songs. Uh, it starts off with Glade. Is that Glade? Let me see here. I can't even read this hand. Yeah, Glade. Clay, Glade. Okay. Garden. Um, Salah. God is. Baptized. <laughs> Sierra Canyon. Hands on. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wake the Dead. Water. Through the Valley, Sunday, and Sweet Jesus. Um, these are the titles of the song. And the, the song called Sweet Jesus is supposed to be featuring Kenny G, of all people. Oh, and, and good. <laughs> and the clips, Pusha T and Malice. And what song are they going to be on? What's um, the title of that song? Sweet Jesus. Sweet Jesus. No malice. No malice. No, you, I'm sorry. No malice. No malice. No malice. He's, he's like, how dare you? Don't put that name in there, too. He's no What's malice. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Fix that right now is what he's saying. Fix that. Um, now. All right. Words will weigh. Come on. Spit it out. What are your thoughts? First, I want to say, if you haven't noticed, there's a trend with these song titles. Because Kanye did say he was going to release, he's no longer releasing, quote-unquote, secular music. He's only doing gospel from now on. So this is a gospel album. Um, Jesus is King. Um, <laughs> I want to say, first off, I'm going to set, and Push, I know you're out there because I know you listen. I heard you listen, so don't play with me. Push, I'm mad at you because I'm going to tell you why. For years... And we did all what is it, the other studio. I have been saying I don't see why the clips can't still work together because all they got to do is push raps and have malice just talk that religious stuff that he talks. Like, um, 
like Biggie, um, what song was that? My Downfall? Was that the right. song? I don't know. The opposing view. Yeah. So why can't they still do it? Instead, they're going to wait until 10, 15 years later to rap on Kanye Trash Ass album. So I, I bet you that's what I haven't heard the songs. They've leaked songs online because he had a, a public listening session in Chicago and no in Detroit. I'm sorry. <laughs> Could you raise your hand? Like we in school? Yeah. See, nobody knows. That. They can't see that. But I'm raising my hand. I got a question about that coming about. Is it an old? Is it an old song? Hold on. Before we get to that. Go ahead. Because <laughs> I've had my hand up. I got a question. <laughs> Sounds right. Go ahead. Okay, because you said, why would they wait to go on his whack-ass album? Didn't you just say he was number one on the, on well, the Forbes? Making list? money don't mean you're good. It no, it doesn't mean money. he's good, but what are you giving them oh, yeah. to be no, on the album? Look, 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 look. Like, that's, why, that's why I hate, that's why I hate, I, I hate the narrative that, oh, the album is great because it's so X amount of copies. That doesn't mean it's great. It just means people bought it thinking it was going to be great and the shit actually might fucking suck. And they can't give it back. I'm sure it sucks. <laughs> no, Listen. they can't. That's why... That's why I hate it. I hate it when Jay was like, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. Yes, they fucking yes, do. They do. <laughs> yes, they why do. Why do you think those Wall Street people get away with freaking stealing money the constantly? Fucking <laughs> they fucking numbers lie. They fucking lie. They manipulate. Numbers have been manipulated for years, yep. and we know about it. We fucking know about it. We know about goddamn artists putting out their shit and buying their own album. That's a fact. Like, just in bulk to boost their numbers. Mm. These are proven facts. I'm just so, mad that... Yeah. You're fine. In the context of what is quote unquote Virginia hip hop, a group as important as the clips are are reuniting on this trash ass album. And Uncle Nation, I know. Wade, you haven't heard the album yet, how do you know? It's Kanye, it's trash. (laughs) Come on. I will I will (laughs) say this. I will say this. I have a certain expectation of this album in a specific regard for Kanye. I will say this. Hold on. Before you continue that thought, I do have a clip of a song from the album that he's sampling Jay and Beyonce. Um... And once again, this was from the the public listening, so the audio may not be the greatest, but I want to play it really quick for y'all. Let's go into this. Um, I know it, snippets are horrible. You can't really get into the vibe of the song, but the beat was like the, um, what is it? The O three Bonnie and Clyde from J and B. Um, I don't know. How do we? First off, how do we feel about this? 
Um, I know we were saying it's trash, <laughs> but how do we essentially feel about Kanye doing a mace? G. You said doing a what? Pulling a mace. You know, going to church and being religious. And and listen, I'm not shitting on religion. Hey, y'all know me, Uncanation. I'm not shitting on religion. If you believe in whatever you believe in, that's your beliefs. Right. Make you feel better about your, yourself or whatever, that's fine. I'm just simply saying it doesn't feel, and maybe because I haven't followed Jen Kanye in, in a while, it just doesn't feel genuine. It doesn't feel like, hey, I'm changing my life over for Christ or whatever the people say when they do that. And... Here's what I'm going to do. It just sounds like, hey, I'm trying to sell records. I disagree. Okay, go ahead. I disagree. Um, I think this and going forward is going to be what is going to be the healing that he needed when he tried to do 808s or heartbreaks after his mother died. Okay. That's a good point. Ever since that time frame, I feel like, and I'm pretty sure, you know, certain individuals in Uncut Nation can relate to it. Like, Kanye's kind of been lost in his music. I think we've talked about that before. Like, he's been... He's been trying to create and be innovative, and it's not... He doesn't seem fully there. Like it's not, it's not satisfying what mm-hmm. what he needs it to. I understand that. I I, I get that. He's, he's he's an artist at the end of the day, and and any type of artist, you're always going to explore and try to expand and do something different and try to um, just better your craft, whether it's a a path that you typically wouldn't take or not. And this may be the path that he's trying. You know. I, I'm not too much of a you know Kanye friend. I am a fan of the older Kanye, of course, of course, of course you know. But Everybody I get is. what yeah, but I get what what G is saying about that. You know, maybe it is a scenario where he's just trying to explore this this different type of style of music. But my only question is, I really want to hear what this is going to sound like now because the transition from what he's what we typically hear from him mm-hmm. and then going into gospel mm-hmm. what are you going to talk about in gospel like are you going to talk about how monogamy is not realistic and how you fuck two bitches like I'm just I don't know how that's <laughs> going to like go hand in hand wow. are you going to say in one of your songs that you're saved like you know I that's, I mean I get both sides yeah, I see yeah. what Wade means when well, Scan, you, you, gotta, know. You, you also got to keep in mind like his, his first single was Jesus Walks. Like Correct. That, that was his first major single. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, but even just in his production catalog, he's known for soul beats. Like, he's known for that, that feel-good, hand-clapping music. Right. Right, yeah. Like, literally, he... He, he, he did production that literally was like, yo, take him to church. Mm-hmm. Um, what song was that? Like, Never let you down. Yeah, you talking about the J joint? Yeah, when he when he literally said take he literally said take him to church. 
So yeah. Exactly. That's, that's my point. Yeah. But so I understand where you're coming from as far as the subject matter that's going to be on it from the things that I've read about when he previewed the music they said that he didn't rap on a lot of the songs mm-hmm. that's not surprising y'all don't remember that song he released like I don't know when it came out because I don't keep up with this shit but I will say there was a song he came out where he was just like shoobity boop like he just oh, didn't say shit through the whole we song about, we talked about that so yeah. this none of this stuff is surprising to me I guess like what you you make a valid point Jesus saying when he did Jesus walks and there's just certain songs that you can see where he's going with it he could definitely accomplish whatever goal he's going for. Mm -hmm. But I'm just trying to picture a whole album like this, though. I have a feeling, though, this album is going to be completely different than anything else. I will say that much. Because for just listening to the titles alone, come on. It comes off as a gospel album. Yeah, it's going to come off as... It comes off as a gospel album. But I definitely believe that it will be... It won't be like any other album we've heard. I mean, I hate to give him that much credit, but I'll say that because he's he's mixing totally two different type of crafts in one, and he's like, boom. But G, listen you, to this, like, you, you know, make a great point, G. He has had throughout his career, I guess, twinges of gospel music. Mm-hmm. A little bit here, a little bit there. Yeah, yeah. taking the church, had the choir singing, things like that. So. I guess you could say this might be a this might be a natural evolution, but it just feels like to me. I mean, I think the last time, and this is just for me personally. I know Kanye's had other shit, but I just remember him having a song about a blonde a chick bleaching her asshole, and uh-huh, if she uh-huh. does it, she's gonna he's gonna Make be bleach on his shirt. shirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I can't see that guy singing about sweet Jesus. Right. So you went with it like I did. Yeah, but I mean, people change. So Correct. I'm not going. I'm not going. Just they can't hear you, Just. <laughs> 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 they can't hear you, Just. Oh, oh, oh! Just chimed in. Everything went quiet on my end. <laughs> what uncanation? What happens is super engineer Just. When he ever wants, whenever he feels like he want to. You know, participate. He would <laughs> talk to us in the headphones. He makes sure he corrects us immediately. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Yeah, wait y'all a can't minute. hear it, but he has a point. <laughs> he did have um, every album, he does have a song. He had Ultra Light Beam on the last album. So I guess we can say, and, and I'm just that it's fast. It's 50 50. Like, I feel like he can go either way. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm about to say, he is always, it's always been present in his music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. It, it always, it's always been there. I guess. Now, I guess, I, I guess I he's guess just moving that direction of, now. Huh? The shocking yeah. all is that he's full fledged with it, and it's not going to be any circular music at all. I, I guess for me, maybe it's just a personal thing. I guess when you say you're going to make gospel music, it kind of turns me off immediately. Oh, you're making gospel now? Okay, I don't want to hear it. Maybe that's just me. Oh, oh, you know why? Because that's yeah. Because what's happening is he's stereotyping it. He automatically has this. He already has a picture 
of like you know them <laughs> exactly. holding the long note. You know, we've got, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. we got the cowbell yeah. and the tambourine in the background. Right. But I feel like it is 50-50. I mean, with all the points that's made, you know, it also could be a situation where Kanye was like, you know what? I kind of want to go back to the old me. And a lot of people like Jesus Walks mm -hmm. and all the other songs that we've named off that were typically close to being gospel, right? Yeah, yeah. Or present some type of gospelness into like, the song. Even, so even maybe man, he's like, they, hey, they maybe play, I do that. Maybe that's what people want to hear. Jesus Walks on gospel stations. True. It's just, it's, it's, I guess for me, when I hear the term gospel, like you said, I think Donny Hathaway, not, not even Kurt Franklin. You know what I'm saying? I think church gospel, like gospel. Like if he just said, I have a new album, that's what he should have did on everything. Kanye, if you're listening, he should just dropped the album. Don't say anything. Just drop right, the album. Right, right. And let, let people Damn. listen to it and they be like, oh, he's not cussing. He's not doing this. He's not doing that. Well, we don't know he's not cussing. Wait. <laughs> I'm going to fuck you up real quick. Okay. Oh, gosh. I, I, want you, I want you to check this out. And next show, we're going to talk about it. Okay. There's a gospel rapper by the name of The Truth. Why does that sound familiar to me? It sounds super familiar. I'm sitting I here got, like, mm. I got introduced to him a couple years ago. Listen to his project called Welcome to the Faith. Mm. It sounds like a Jay-Z album. It sounds like The Blueprint. Mm. The Blueprint for Gospel. Hmm. <laughs> but it's a gospel album. It's, it's, it's gospel rap. But see, don't get me wrong, because what last year, year before last, when No Malice dropped this album, we had that one of our top albums of the year, and that was quote unquote gospel yeah, it was rap. Dope. It was dope. I guess, I guess it's twofold for me. It's the term gospel and just Kanye's fuck shit. <laughs> like, yeah, like <laughs> it's hard well, to connect the dots on that. Shit, I can agree with yeah. yeah, it's like it's like it's like you went from a MAGA hat and all this other wild right, shit, and right. now you're making a gospel album. It's gonna be okay, correct? Like, no, fuck you. Yeah, while well, you walk around here cutting up chinchillas and shit. And yeah, I, I think I think that's for me. Because I know a lot of people want to say, "Well, wait, you're this and this and this." I know what I am. Listen, we, I, I make no bones about my religion, but what I'm saying is, I just can't forgive. The MAGA hat and all the fuck shit Kanye slavery is a choice and all that shit just because he's dropping a gospel album and he let love Jesus all of a sudden. Like, I'm not there. <laughs> oh no, I com I completely agree with you in that regard. I'm talking about just the fact that it's not surprising that that's where we're at with him as far as musically. All the fuck shit. Nah, I still ain't forget that shit. I think this is a rebrand. <laughs> I still ain't forget that shit. Yeah, I think this is his rebrand. This is his rollout. I'm the new kind. This is the only way you can recover. What do black people love? Jesus. Yeah, that's so very true. This Religion. is my way to get back into y'all good graces. I'm going to drop a gospel that is very, album. That is very fucking true. What happened to, what happened to R. Kelly after the Ray Casey? 
Listen, listen. It's a Chicago. It's called the Chicago Swindle. That's what all Chicago people do. They do some fuck shit and then drop some gospel. Right. Come on and braid my hair. Fuck that right. shit. We remember, nigga. You raping kids. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Think about this shit. I mean, you just said it, G. That's exactly what he yeah. learned it from Kells. He, sure he did, did some fuck shit. Mm-hmm. And they'll come on and braid my hair. Get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. You did some fuck shit. <laughs> and they'll sweet Jesus. Right. Fuck you. Right. <laughs> and you're going to be passing the collection plate. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. He's oh doing a church. Man, I'm. I see, get it. I get it. I, you, I can see. <laughs> Fuck you, Kanye. Fuck you, Kanye. <laughs> That's exactly you what you do. See, see, Kanye, you should have just released the album. I'm just letting you know for the next album, just don't tell nobody. Just That's let it go. That's just, exactly just what he's it. doing. This and then say, hey, my album's out. And then let just people decide from there. Because when you said gospel, you mm-hmm. just completely turned off. It's the old so switcheroo. It's the old switcheroo. <laughs> I'm doing some fuck shit here. Well, ha ha ha. I love Jesus. <laughs> 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 the Chicago Shuffle. <laughs> like, nah, which, card is, which card is it? <laughs> like, ha ha, Jesus over here. <laughs> Never mind the fuck shit. Like, come on. Cross in one hand, maggot hat in the other. Oh, man. They need to get Detective Hernandez on. <laughs> Detective Hernandez, where are you when we need you? This I know, is right? We need you. We need you to why Kanye wanted to do a gospel album. That that's would be exactly important. what it is. That's part of the rebrand. That's what they do. They do some fuck shit. That's all it is. And then here's some gospel. And let's watch. This album comes out. Let's watch for the next album. If he wants some bullshit, some other Jesus shit, how you gonna do gospel in one, in one album? You call yourself Jesus in another album. I swear to God. Listen. Oh, I swear. If he goes on this album and calls himself Jesus, mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> like I cracked the coat. Let's Uncut think that far. <laughs> stop, stop. Let's think that far now, okay? Mm-hmm. Now we've already trying to figure out how he did the fuck shit, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, now you're doing gospel. What if he turned around and took his fuck shit and put the gospel together? Yo, now he's Jesus. If, like, if, I'm if, serious. If he starts spouting off on the most random shit, about how he's it's the Lord's Savior? Oh, it's man. It's about to be a cult, It's about to be a cult. <laughs> oh, it's too Yo, late. Don't get me started on that. It's too late. It's too late. <laughs> Listen, don't get me started. I already think his wife and the rest of the coven are witches. I'm oh, just we saying. already talked about the, the, the enemy yes. of black people yeah, everywhere. Yeah, I was about to say, they black widows. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I'm telling you, listen, Uncut Nation, you heard it here first. It's called the Chicago Shuffle. Watch what happens when you do fuck shit on one hand. <laughs> well, how much? How much you want to bet though? His wife sat next to him and said, "Baby, I'm, I'm sure. You know, oh, it would be such a great idea if you put a gospel album out." No, you know what I bet you they did, baby. You know what niggas love? Oh, Jesus! Ah, mm, just like that too, huh? I bet you she did that. I Damn! Bet you, listen, you, know you think they be letting the world free around that, the house? Speaking of that, mm. have, have we ever seen? Not this album. Last one she talked about it, but to be honest, but I was like, so past Kanye. Taking pictures of yeah. like handwritten track listings and promoting it, saying, "Hey, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming." 
Because she knows what she's doing. She's doing advertisements. She knows all these people who follow the Kardashians. So all she's got to do is sit there and spout it off. And they probably talked about it in bed. Oh, mm-hmm. baby, don't worry about it. I'll just go on my little tweet social media and I'll just talk about your album all day long. Woo, mm-hmm. woo, woo. Come on now. Listen. You know what she was doing. That's what they're doing. We know this. Listen, Uncut Nation, I'm going to tell you, I'll let y'all in on a little secret. I have the word Kardashian blocked on my timeline. <laughs> Just so you don't blame you. So anytime a card, I blocked it. So it doesn't even. I don't even see the shit. I had to search for, for just for this story. I had to search crazy shit. But I have the word card. I'm sick of them motherfuckers. I'm so sick of them. But look, let's move on because we're so over time. But that's how it works when we have a good show. (laughs) Um, I want to mention here that something in the water tickets go on sale next month. Next month meaning November, not October. Um, pre-sale tickets yes. will be announced. Uh, Unconditional. Yes, get the press passes. Make sure you work all that extra overtime just so you can buy one ticket. Yeah, because I'm hearing tickets start off at four twenty-five. Is the price See, I heard? Exactly. No, I won't God be going. Damn. That's, <clears throat> yeah, that's the price I'm hearing from from some sources Jesus. here. Yeah. Mm. So. Just get the press passes. We, I got fifty on it. We I won't. I won't. I got you. So, yeah, we we will announce as more information comes out who's going to be on the show. Something to water. We'll try to be there this year. Uh, we got a lot of shit coming up um, for the podcast, so we'll let y'all know. Um, we are running out of time, so I want to run through these things real fast before we get to the streaming. Um, shit, just one more thing, and then we'll go to streaming because we've been going for a while. Uh, Little Kim is set to relieve the I Am Hip Hop Award at the 2019 BET Hip Hop Awards. And I bring that up because this is the perfect opportunity. Because you know what happens when someone receives an award? All the current contemporary acts come out and like salute that person and say how much they influenced them. You mean like they're supposed to? Right. Okay. Right. This, this is the opportunity. Uh, you're hearing it first. This is the perfect opportunity for Nicki Minaj to come out and say how much Kim influenced her. In a public setting. Remember, Nicki's leaving. She's retiring, quote unquote. She's not doing it. not It's not. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. She's too big for her britches. It's not going to happen. But it'd be perfect. It would be perfect. And it would make her look wonderful. And it would be a great way to step out and have everybody give you all the fucking respect. You there? You there? Absolutely. But unfortunately, <laughs> you have these hostility hip hop females now who talk about nothing but fucking and sucking. Mm-hmm. Um, so in reality, they're not going to show any respect because the original person who did talk about nothing but sucking and fucking was Little Kim. Right. Like she was the very first. Like you literally stole her album cover. You stole her Like who does that? Style. Like you came out and busted it open like that was your move. Bitch, do you not know that Little Kim was the first with the knuckle? Like, come on, man. Cut it out. Yes, you know, hey, you know, cause hey. the shaving wasn't that big hey, back then, I know, you know. Hey, I know. Don't, don't get me started. You know, I got that little sexual hey, podcast. I still, I still have the poster of her with the blue hair in the, in the tub. Yep. I still have, I was like, hey. All of that. 
All of that. But to go back to that, she's not going to do that. The original hardcore promotion um, picture that's being discussed in plastic. In plastic? You're just saving that one, huh? Got to save it. I'm just saying, this would be the perfect opportunity for Nikki to come out and talk about, even as a surprise. Like, don't tell anybody, because you know, you know BET what? would tell everybody. What would really be dope is her presenting the award. Super dope. It would be. But you know what's going to happen? It's not going to be Nikki. It's going to be Meg or Cardi or one of the, one of the um, be, girls or something. Yeah. But you know what, though? I see Cardi B being the person to say that before Nikki. Yeah, of course. And the only and like I said, I don't I don't get down with I don't get down with the shits with the female hip hop music. I just don't I don't get me wrong. I'm not saying if I hear something on the radio that makes me want to bop and move, you know, for a little club bounce, then you know, I'll listen to it. But as right. far as going over songs and albums and feeling real strong about this whole sit, city what is that, city hot girl shit? What is it? City hot I don't even know what that shit is. Like what is that? Yeah. The city hot girl. <laughs> it's like you just be like you just running around saying I'm a thot. That's you know what I mean. Like I just don't get it. But anyway, my point is I I foresee Cardi being that person first, only because she says exactly whatever it is that she wants to say right. and how she feels. And then at the end of the day, she gives respect to people that she know helped her along the way. So it, it makes sense I can see that Cardi. right. But Nikki. Nah. It would just be a perfect, and it would blow up it would. everywhere. It would be tremendous. Like, we'll talk about it for three shows. And if she has a great manager, they would tell they would her tell to her, do they would that. Say, this is what you need to do. You're about to retire anyway. This is what you need this to do. This is what you need to do. But does it mean she's going to listen? She could pull no, a Mariah Carey not. and just say, fuck it. And she's say, not. this is what I'm going to do. She probably won't even go to the show. Right. She's going to be straight people. that is a hell of a comparison. Is Nikki the, the, the hip-hop Mariah Carey? She is. Hmm. Think about it. Think about it. Hmm. Like the whole breakdown at the end of the yep. career and all it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't wow. even pay attention to hip hop. I'm just looking at the reality of what the shit is. I'm looking at how females are acting. She's not going oh, to do wow. that. And if she does do it, <clears throat> excuse me, if she does do it, it's going to be because her manager and uh, whoever does her advertisement publicity and all that stuff, they're right. pushing it. They're telling her, no, this, is, you, what this is what you need to do. You don't have a choice. You're ending your career. Do this. Do this. If you want to move in another direction other than doing music and you still want to remain popular and still have respect of your fans and mm-hmm. the other people who already don't respect you, at least leave with that. I th- listen, at least. Nikki, if you're out there listening, what up, Nick? This would be the perfect move for you. Uh, listen, I'm A and R and all this. Just go up there, BT. Don't say nothing. Don't tell nobody nothing. When the time to present the award, have and her presenter, and just open the door and Nicki Minaj come out. The building will lose their head. And she just say how much Kim mean to her and la la la. And here's the true icon. I'm hip hop. Lil Kim. Social media will go on fire. 
Now we know that's what you're supposed to do, Nikki. But right. you know, I kind of I feel like I know you a little it's bit better than what Wade is giving you. He's not giving you enough credit. All I ask that you do is just don't be ignorant when you get on the BET Wars. Don't get on the microphone and start spouting off a bunch of messy shit and being ignorant. Can you just try to just be an adult? She probably even go to the awards. <laughs> like to that too. She may not even show up. But then again, you're correct. I agree. I feel like that would be a perfect out. A perfect end to a oh, career. Correct. That's a good way to end the story. But it's not going to happen. No. I'm just saying, though, Uncarnation. I'm just saying. It's okay. All right. So let's get into what's streaming with G. And since we don't have Ari here this week, Scan has a song for us. So, G, what do you have streaming for us this week? Uh, it's real light this week. Uh, of course, Got the Baby. I'll be honest though, I'm not hearing a lot of good things about the album. Hey, I, I haven't listened to it. I'ma start listening to it this week, that's why it's streaming. Okay. But I just I just fuck with the nigga energy and his presence. Right, period, right. On I, fuck, shit. I fuck with you, yeah. Yeah. Like he's he's having fun with it. Yeah. As that gets lost. It's just not 100% focused on the music. It's just like, nah, nigga, I, I, I have fun with this shit. Uh, and Kevin that's what Gates, supposed I'm to be, him. I would think. Yeah. Right. Young M.A. is back. Her story in the making. And Eric oh. uh, Billinger, Saved by the Billinger. It's going to be a light week. Couple, All four of them probably going to be on repeat throughout the week. Just so I can fully digest them. And I, I, I must talk about my Aki. Um, Kevin Gates album just dropped. Uh, I have it in my phone. I really want to pull it up. Uh, what is the name of the album? I don't want to disrespect Gates by not saying the proper name of the album. It is called I'm Him. I'm Him. Yeah, <clears throat> that was the second good. My fault. So make sure you check those albums out. We'll... You know how we do. We tell you what new music is coming out so you can go check it out for yourself. Uh, I know myself, I just downloaded, um, what is it, um, Conway album from a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Look what I became. I'm really into Griselda. You know, that's my gun, gun, shoot em up, bang, bang, die, 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 die <laughs> hip hop. So I'm all for that. Bars to death. Exactly. <laughs> I need that in my life. If you're not killing somebody in the universe, then what are you doing? It's not hip hop, <laughs> but anyway, it's not hip hop. I need, I need shoot him in the head. So, oh, I'm gonna challenge that okay. real quick. So, Eric B and Rakim is not hip hop. No, because Rakim would kill you in real life, <laughs> and then rap about something else crazy. Rakim was a gangster. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. Yeah, don't get it twisted. Agra Kim was a gangster in real life. And Eric B for real, for real. So, that's what's streaming. Now, we're going to go to... Scans, a song of the week. 
scan what's the name of your song favorite topic so this is favorite topic from my homeboy Isaiah Rashad Team TDE y'all know me um from thought his, I keep it hip hop you know I'm all for that and you know West Coast you know y'all yeah, know me yeah, y'all know the yeah. show so this is Isaiah Rashad with find a topic That was Isaiah Rashad with Find a Topic from the Sun's Tirade album he dropped uh, last year, I think. Um, so, a quick couple of Lucy's before we get out of here. Times, we were way past our time. We don't really care. Um, <laughs> you know what? We'll save it for next week. Uh, well, no. DMX and LL Cool J signed by the Def Jam, um, which I thought was a dope deal until I found out it's uh, what's called... I don't know if this is the, the term for it, but it's essentially a legacy deal. Well, they'll drop like the best of or the greatest hits. Oh, okay. And then drop like two additional songs or something. Oh. So we may get new music from DMX because 
as y'all heard a couple of episodes ago, episodes ago, he has a song with Rick Ross. And Is he clean? Yeah, he, he looks clean. good. He looks good. X looks good right now. Does he? Okay. He looks good. He has that song with Rick Ross and um Swiss Beats right now, just in case it goes crazy hard. I'm gonna have to listen to that. Yeah, we played it um a couple of days, a couple of shows ago. But yeah, he looks good now. He looks good. I'm happy for him. Love That's X. Good. You know, like to see him doing good. He's such. He's so important to so many people. Mm-hmm. I and agree. to hip hop in general. So it's good to see him doing good. He looks good. Oh, that's good. That's awesome. He does look good. Good for him. Good, good. And 15 kids. Yeah, he needs to just put that thing away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's stop why he had gritty. to stop his habit. He got too many kids. That's, that oh, might be why he had his habit. That. Mm-hmm. that might be why he had his habit, all them damn oh, kids. Oh, I'm sorry. Listen, I got kids. I need to go listen to Kanye's new, <laughs> new album. To, speaking, you know what? Before we sign out, let me just see if the album dropped. Let's just see. Let's just. You're just going to just. I'm just going to Google. Let's just, just gonna, let's just Let's just check here. Kanye, Jesus is King album. Just googling here really quick, y'all, because I don't feel like pulling up iTunes. So let's see. Well, um, while you checking on that, um, I'm gonna throw a R.I.P. to Louis Rankin, dancehall legend. Uh, a lot of people know him as Oxen Belly. Ooh, that hurts. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, he died in a car accident. Mm. Oh, that's unfortunate. That's yeah. That's very sad. So definitely R.I.P. to Ox. So, rest in peace to I got something positive to throw in there on top of that negative news. Go right ahead. Uh, Shelly Ann Fraser Price crowned the fastest woman in the world. Good for her. We're all for that. Yeah, yeah. Good for her. World Championship in Doha. 100 meters final. Okay, cool, cool. Well, this, nice. this has been episode 125. Scan your first show with us how did you like it how did you like it I like it I don't know it was my presence uh, your presence was was greatly appreciated Uh, no problem thank you for having me I truly appreciate it and don't forget to go check out Sweet Talk like I said it's on Anchor for free and we're on 20 episodes in and trust me you'll definitely be entertained we talk about a bunch yeah just listen to it check (laughs) us out check us out and of course you know y'all can listen to us anywhere Um, I'll tag scan in um, the post, so you can go check out her podcast as well. Yep, absolutely. Um, and there's also information up there about our Halloween uh, podcast costume party that's coming up November 1st. Yeah, so you're in the what, Baltimore area? You yep, said? be if you're more. in the Baltimore area, check it out. Have fun. You may see me there. Yeah. You may not. You'll definitely see me there. You'll see my, my pretty face in person. I'll and come in a mask so you won't know it's me, <laughs> and I just walk around. We <laughs> masking up. That, I'm all masked up. up. Well, I need to be able to be seen, you know. They need to know who's running the podcast. So yeah, yeah. The ladies. But, you know, exactly. hopefully you can make it if you can. You know, it's understandable. So, of course, make sure you follow us on social media, wordswithwade.com, or wordswithwade on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, even though we don't snap, but Snapchat, everywhere, wordswithwade, all one word, no spaces. Follow G, follow me, follow Ari, follow Scan. Um, yep, I, it's Scan A1 at Facebook. Yeah. yeah, and for your it's scan short for scandalous. We're not okay, nobody needed to know the extra. Because they're gonna be like scan. scan. What are you saying, scan? <laughs> <laughs> nobody needs to know the extra. Just She's know it's so scan. It's, it's just short. 
Uh, <laughs> it is short, but scan. It's scan A1 on Facebook. And then you've got Candy Love. That's also on Facebook. And Sweet Talk. That's on Facebook. And we have three Sweet Talkers. If you care to know Uncut Nation, you'll do your due, due diligence. Do your Googles, like we always say. Do your Googles. We're Googleable. It's Googleable. Mm-hmm. It's Googleable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so is that it? Is that everything, G? We get out here? Sounds like a yes to me. All right. So, as always, as always, you may agree with what we say. Uh huh. You may not agree with what we say. Okay. But one thing you can agree with. What's that? We keep it uncut. Uncut. Until next time, we'll catch you on the internet. Cheer. Cheer. Whoop whoop.